This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Buckets. Joining me today is Billy, as always, in Los Angeles, and special guest, LA Times, Laker beat reporter, Tanya Ganguly, live from her quarantine hotel cell in beautiful Orlando, Florida. Welcome to the show, Tanya. You're getting bucket buckets. So what day number quarantine is this for you? Have you been able to keep track? Um, I got here Sunday night, so Monday, Tuesday. So I'm like almost at. Well, no, I'm at. I've been here for a little, little few hours over four full days. Sunday, I'll be hopefully getting my results from the Saturday test, and then I'll be able to leave the room finally and like roam, roam around the grounds. It's like yeah. see the pool, which I haven't seen yet. It's gonna be like. The end of a horror movie where the door opens and a giant, oh, giant white light envelops yeah. you as you walk into the Orlando sun for the first time. Oh, it's so hot out there. So like, you usually don't like to go outside. I used to live in Orlando and like, you don't really go outside much in July anyway, but it's nice to like, at least have the option right. and like, at least like see the sun sometimes. And my room doesn't have very much light. <laughs> it's literally, you can't, you're not like taking a walk even. You can't even take a 30 second stroll. Yeah, I take walks in my room. I saw your video uh, that the LA Times put up of your day in the life. And it was so funny because it was one tray of food. One person enters the room to take your temperature, a second tray of food. And that's my day. Yeah. Yeah, Our our video editor is really awesome. His name's Mark Potts. And I was like, he was like, just send me these videos. And I was like, this is not going to be interesting. But he did a great job making it kind of amusing. Like, look how boring this is. You know, the music was perfect for like what the day was was like. Not very serious. It's it's not very fair that Matisse Teibel is getting to make videos that document his 15 different locations and all of his interesting mishaps along the way. And then you get to go from one wall to the other wall. It's just not fair. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he had to be in quarantine, but a lot, a lot shorter quarantine than I did. He had to, 36 hours was what all the teams had. So yeah. Why is, why are journalists subject to stricter standards than the athletes who are spitting and sweating on each other? I don't understand that. I think it's because, well, I think it's because they've been tested all last week, but if you think about it, it doesn't actually make, it's not actually as like, like I've been, I've, I've kept saying that over and over, like, well, the players have been getting tested, so it's different. It's not actually that different because they were getting tested, but they were allowed to like be with their families and like their families leave the house right. and like, you know, like this, they very well could have caught the virus while they were at home. And obviously some of them have. So, you know, yeah. it takes... I don't think we know yet. I think we won't know until uh, maybe like, I guess like right around now, this weekend, we'll know who brought, who had Mm. contracted COVID like at some point while they were still home. It takes about, it takes two to 14 days, right? For the virus to incubate. So 
Um, but they is because they only made them do a 36 hour quarantine. Like there's definitely a possibility that guys would get in for us. We haven't, the NBA hasn't been testing us. Obviously we've just been at home and then we flew commercial mm. into Florida, which is a hot spot. So I, I can sort of understand why they'd want a longer right. quarantine for yeah. us. But yeah, oh my gosh, they have somebody got sick on the way to Orlando and it's just like practicing as a professional basketball player. They won't necessarily get a positive test until like day nine of being in the bubble. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they're going to keep testing me once I get out of quarantine. So that's, uh, that's still going to happen. But, but at that point, um, you know, I'll be... I think normally five days, it's usually like within five days that it manifests itself. So I think like they're just playing a numbers game, like hoping that this will be enough time. Yeah. So much airing on the side of caution. So much is made of like the players and um, like, do they want to go really? And like, they do they have a choice? What is the nature of their choice? But I'm curious from a journalist standpoint, like, um, are you given the option from the LA Times to say like, you know, do you want to go or not? Are you comfortable going? Or is it kind of a presumption that, you're going on our behalf. Yeah, they did. They gave me the option. They, they're our editors since this pandemic started have always been like, if you're uncomfortable with an assignment, you don't have to do it. Nice. Um, so like we, uh, yeah, so we, we've, I, I was given the choice. Um, I was even given the choice of like, which part I wanted to go to the beginning or the end. Hmm. Um, I chose, so I'm going to be splitting my time with my colleague, Dan Wojcicki, and he's going to come at the end. Um, I chose the beginning because I felt like now is when it's now is when everything's really new and we're going to find out, is this going to work? And are we actually going to get to the playoffs are in a month? Are we actually going to get there? Um, yeah. You know, and I also kind of thought there was a possibility that like, it's, it, it might not get to the end. <laughs> real, real. You, you guaranteed, you got, you guaranteed some action. He needs some luck. Yeah. Dan needs some luck to make it to day four yeah. or six. Yeah. The other side of it though, is like, if the Lakers are in the finals, like I will feel a little, it'll be, it'll be, you know, it won't be um, the best that I won't be there, but I also, you know, it's okay. I've covered the finals before I can cover it from a distance. So yeah, there's a chance Dan never makes it to Orlando. Basically. I think he will, but I also, I did, I did think about that. I was like, what if, what if something crazy happens? Like, what if the Lakers? Yeah, I just you, and there were just so many unknowns, and I felt like this was this was a time when I would need to be around. Amir, which side would um, you pick? Would you pick the first forty-five or the or the back forty-five? I think I would choose the first forty-five. Like Tanya said, it's like fresh and exciting now, and like there's more teams there, and people are fishing. I th- feel like by day ninety, <laughs> people are like, just let's go play the games. I'm not like vlogging about a fucking beer bottle <laughs> challenge. Get me out of here. <laughs> you want to be there for the fishing. You really want to cover the fishing. That's what, as any journalist yeah. goes. <laughs> do you want, do you want to be there for freshman orientation week or finals week? Basically. Yeah. And who knows what the games themselves are going to actually be like everything so far has just been behind the scenes, cool reality TV style content. Is there stuff to report on now or is it more like, yeah, I'm getting a text about Rondo's surgery, but you know the the reporting is relatively light right now. Um, it's I mean it's similar to what I would be doing if I was at home because I can't leave. Um, so I do Zoom calls. There's Zoom calls every day. Um, once mm. I'm out of here, I'll be able to go to practices. I'll be able to um, I'll be able to I won't be able to talk to people in person really, but I um, yeah, I guess I'll be able to talk to some people kind of in person. Um, but you know, you'll just be around a lot and you'll get a better feel of like what things are like. Um, 
So, and then for the games, it's really valuable for the games because we'll be in the arena. We'll be mm-hmm. like 15 feet from the court. So the, the Lakers do, that is how the Lakers do it. Like they're, you're very close to the court um, when you're covering Laker games, but most teams have kicked up media to like the upper decks. So for a lot, it's uh, being 15 feet back is, is going to be valuable, especially with no fans in the building because you'll be able to hear everything the players are saying. That's going to be so interesting. <laughs> is it? Have they decided? Are they pumping in crowd noise? I think they're planning to do something like that. Um, I, uh, I think they're. I, I think maybe in the next day or two they're going to be talking to all the teams about what exactly they're going to do. Um, but they're they're going to try to. I mean, I think they're just going to try things. It's hard to. It's hard to know what's the right thing to do right now. I think my favorite suggestion regarding crowd was that each team gets one fan. And that fan is just allowed to cheer as hard as they can from either end of the stadium. There's something very fun about that. Tanya, we would love for you to be that fan. I know it's not necessarily non-biased and technically <laughs> illegal. I was going to ask, who, like, who would that fan be? Would it be someone that we know, like... I'm crossing my fingers. Oh God, I could be a, I could be a Laker fan. I could be the Laker fan of the night because I'm, you know, I have a social media following, so I can tweet out the reaction as it happens. I also have the historical background. I've been a fan my whole life, so it won't seem fake. I'm not a celebrity, so it's not like, oh, it's weird that Jack Nicholson's there. I don't want to know him. I don't know if you know anybody in that world, but I would love to be the one fan. Tonight's fan. I'm here. <laughs> uh, so how much does the LA Times have, like how much control do they have over what you're working on over there versus the NBA? Is the NBA telling you, you can go here, you can go there, you have to wear a mask, you can't wear a mask? Or is LA Times coming up with any of those rules? No, the LA Times, uh, well, they gave me a lot of equipment. They gave me like a bunch of masks. They gave me hand sanitizer, gave me goggles. They gave me gloves. Um, I like put on a hood goggles um uh it's like it's like it looked like it came from the movie outbreak and it had like a little hole in the front there's like a plastic on the front of your face so you can see and then there's a hole in the front and you stick this like nozzle into the hole and you spray yourself with stuff while you're wearing a mask what circumstance are you putting on this deep sea diver outfit is that if you get stung (laughs) by a wasp or something well, <laughs> that's a test. So they, that's how they teach you how the masks work. So like, let me put on, I had like a cloth mask that I just brought, um, that I was just, had just been wearing and they had me put that on and spray myself. And then they had me put an N95 mask on a KN95, which is a little less effective, but they had me put that one on and spray myself. And they're like, see the difference. This is why you should wear this. So, um, I did all that training before I got here, but the rules of what I'm supposed to wear and what I'm supposed to do all come from the NBA. The NBA has a ton of rules. Um, It's going to be a very restrictive environment. I think, especially for, I think it's going to be much more restrictive for reporters than it is for. Are you, are you going to act like as though you're back in Los Angeles, like wearing a mask to dining places and eating outside only, or like once you're in the bubble and it's day 35 and nobody's has any cases, are you going to like embrace the idea that like, Oh shit, this is kind of like 2019. I can go eat at a restaurant and not like have to worry as much. I think they're going to enforce mask wearing the whole time. That's at least what my impression is. Like, I don't think it's going to be up to me to decide how to act with that. I think like 
they're still gonna because the thing you have to understand is like we're also we're still interacting with people that are outside the um that are outside the bubble you know like the people who work here don't live here um yeah what's that about how are they possibly (laughs) it's like we have to maintain everybody gets tested as much as possible also this cleaning crew just came in from wherever the fuck and they're just going to be hanging around there too doesn't that like defeat the whole purpose masks which i which will help um but it's not i think that we all got caught up in the word bubble and i think we all just started believing that there was an actual bubble over this place (laughs) but there never was a bubble there was never like some sort of force field that people couldn't get in and out of it's still a real place with real roads and entrances (laughs) and exits (laughs) and that's the reality of it yeah it's just best laid plans right now for adam silver it seems yeah i think i mean it's they the nba i think for a while was like kind of balking at the word bubble just for the reasons that you said they didn't want people to feel they 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 didn't want people to accuse them of not having a bubble because that that is what they you know it's their plan was not to have a bubble it was to have a campus that's as safe as possible is what their idea so um so <laughs> i i know I, I mentioned that i was kind of a laker fan earlier so i was wondering if you had any insight on the team that people don't necessarily know about yet what the heck is going on there i know there's murmurs of markeith morris not necessarily being there i don't know if that's out yeah, in the open or not he's not here <laughs> what gives um I'm, i don't know exactly what's going on with him um but he's supposed to be coming back um he's supposed to be rejoining the team soon um and i think we'll probably get a chance to talk to him then and figure out um exactly what was going on. Um, he's, uh, but other than him, everybody, other than him, Rondo and Avery Bradley, everybody's here. Um, everybody's been able to practice. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Dwight Howard has been on Instagram live. Yes. Almost We've every noticed. hour of the day. <laughs> We've seen him order the culottas. <laughs> it's just his, he's just, everybody says they're in <laughs> Everybody says they're in great shape, which is like pretty standard for training camp time. Yeah. Um, do you, do, you, Which is kind of what do you expect like preseason basketball once the season resumes? Is it going to be like the worst played playoffs ever? I don't, maybe. I mean, the, they just, they just, I, it's, I, it's impossible to know like anything, right? Maybe they have been able to stay in somewhat of basketball shape. Like maybe they didn't wind down from, because at the end of, when the season ends, usually like most of these guys will give themselves like a week or two or a month even to like unwind. Like if, but I guess if you did, if you never gave yourself that, maybe it's possible to kind of stay right. up there in shape. But I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, and but the other on the other hand, like they haven't been able to play basketball in so long. Like real basketball right. with like five on five right. Right. against opponents. You know, like yeah, they haven't been able to. I mean, I guess it depends team to team, you know, like some teams on game seven and eight will be fighting for their playoff lives. And some will be like, why are we here? I don't want to be here. I want to go home like Brooklyn versus Oklahoma City or whatever on like August 30th is going to be a very. Yeah, Horace Grant will be on the Nets at that point. Like they will have gone through like generations of basketball players just (laughs) trying to feel the team. It's so interesting. There are some teams that it's like this it's in you it's it's unclear like why like the king 
in yeah. the nets. Like they've had so many cases. It's just television. Isn't it just television revenue? And like just trying to, you know, take some edge off of the losses that the owners. Don't be so cynical, I'm not, Billy. I'm just trying to. How dare you? <laughs> it's all about money with you. They want to play for the love of the game. Jamal Crawford deserves to play NBA basketball this year for four games. That I don't disagree with. <laughs> Uh, are, are you clued in at all on the other team? Like how much of a Lakers bubble are you in as a Lakers beat writer? Um, I will try to go to some other practices. Um, I've been, I've been listening in on zoom calls with other teams. Um, it's a little hard cause the Lakers have to be my priority. Um, mm-hmm. and they, there's their stuff kind of overlaps sometimes. Um, when I start, when they start letting us into practices, uh, we're supposed to, to we're supposed to get like the nba has complete control over this so we're supposed to request getting to go to certain practices and they're supposed to give beat writers the um priority for that so i imagine there will be a lot of requests for lakers practice i imagine i'll be able to go to all of the ones that i want to go to which that's cool Um, you can trade access with a phoenix times writer (laughs) Like the Clippers typically practice at the same time as the Lakers. So when that happens, like I'm not going to be able to do both. Um, You know, the, it's, it all just, the schedule changes every single day. It's completely, and it's all based on what the NBA has, where the NBA has put everyone and like what it, you know, what their, what their plan is. So, so right now Lakers are like practice today. Are there any reporters there? No, and you and no. you just hear about it. How you're texting the coach after, or you're just watching Dwight Howard's Instagram story. <laughs> we talk. I mean, we talk to people after, like they do Zoom calls. Uh, not after, sorry, before. So they do Zoom calls before. Um, I can reach out to people and kind of see how see how things went. And then the Lakers sometimes post. Um, they they're letting like their league and their team social media people in. So. We get to see a little bit from that, um, but it's a very controlled environment. Like there's, there's um, the teams and the league have complete control over sort of what we get to do and what we get to see right now. Yeah, like people are breaking their thumbs. Ray John Rondo broke his thumb. Like it could have happened for hours without anybody finding out. That's so unusual. Well, we don't get to see practice. We don't get to see most of practice anyway. Like during the season, they they only let us see like the first like five minutes usually. So in that sense, it's not a lot different. Um, and you hope that, you know, like our job as reporters is to sort of try to fit, find out if like something big happens. Um, are you so? Are you ra- racing the shams and woges of the world trying to get big breaks or that's sort of not, that's a different part of journalism from you. Um, I try to, I mean, I, I try to, um, get whatever information I can. So if I was a sports journalist, I would drop sources so much. I would just say that sources uh, have told me like sources feels like the most wild card. No one can call you out on it. Like, is there any conversation amongst journalists where it's like, (laughs) I haven't really heard this, but I could just say sources have told me. You're totally innocent. <laughs> Do you have to tell anybody your sources or you can just always say sources? I sometimes, it depends on the story, but um, I don't want to, like, I I wouldn't say anything that I hadn't heard from sources because it could be wrong. <laughs> but that's not your fault. That's the source. Yeah, just yeah. blame it on sources. Yeah, you could blame the that, source. <laughs> that's like a problem with modern journal, modern sports journalism, I think. Like, 
a lot of people feel that way. They're like, well, I, I told you what my sources said. So I wasn't wrong. My source was like, no, you won't. That's right. what it feels you like. Said it. <laughs> you have to. Interesting. Like, if, you, if your source told you something wrong and you didn't, you got burned on that. Like you got burned, like you got it wrong. <laughs> I'd like to imagine journalist sports, uh, sports journalist phones have just names. Source one, source two. It's completely anonymous. <laughs> oh, it's source three. I got to take this. <laughs> uh, Food wise, is it the same stuff that the athletes are posting over there or you get uh, access to different restaurants? I don't have access to any restaurants right now. Uh, oh, you don't you don't order. They're like, this they, is the food you're yeah, getting. They bring me food three times a day. It came right before I got on with you guys. Oh, crap. Um, We're delaying the meal. Sorry, Tanya. Oh, this is the worst position to find yourself in. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Two idiots talking to you while your food gets cold. <laughs> Yesterday's meals were really good. Today is not that good. Are you on the campus with everybody else? It's that same resort area? Yeah. So you're there in the bubble outside your little window. You can, oh, look, it's Joel Embiid walking to like a Mexican yeah, restaurant. Well, so we're, I'm on, kind of like on the outskirts. Like the only thing, I think I did see Taco Fall riding his bike past my window. Great sentence. Great <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I have not seen any other NBA players because um, I've just been my, – my room's kind of on the edges of the of the campus. I think I'm moving after I get out of quarantine. So fingers crossed it'll be a better location then. But, um, but yeah, well, we're actually – we're in a different hotel. So there's three hotels that the teams are staying in. We're in a hotel that's connected to the hotel that the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, like all the top teams are staying in, but it's not the same hotel got a different pool i won't mm. be like running into dwight while he's on his ig live when somehow I, he'll like, find you somehow he'll find you if his ig live has proven anything <laughs> he gets her out <laughs> what's the what's the first thing you're doing once you leave the quarantine <sighs> i don't know probably like walk around <laughs> just smell a flower yeah <laughs> going to lakers practice is the first thing i'll do because they're practicing monday morning so yeah I'll have to be there. <laughs> the one thing I'm really curious about, LeBron is so prolific on social media. Do you have any intel on his room? What his room looks like? Because to me, that one has to be different. If there was one king suite. Yeah, I don't, but I'll try to find out. That's a great Thank one. you so much. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. <laughs> I know that we're keeping you from dinner, and to know that you are going to look into that means so much to me right now. <laughs> um... I know your your dinner is literally there and, and waiting, so we won't keep you waiting. <laughs> That's okay. I always, I never eat it on time. <laughs> uh, all right, sweet. Thank you so much. And then, how do, how can people read your stuff, see your tweets? You can well, I'll, you can read my stuff on latimes.com. I'm I'll be writing every single day. I'm going to write a story right after I get off here. And then my Twitter is Tanya Ganguli, T A N I A G A N G U L I. And that's also my Instagram handle. I'll be posting. I've been posting mostly food because that's really all I have in my life right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you and me both, Tanya. You and me both. <laughs> I was saying, I was like, these games don't even need to happen. Like every personality there documenting everything. That's like so much more <laughs> entertainment than we can possibly have. We don't need the Wizards and the Bucks to play each other. We're already getting the joy. Just let them throw beanbags. That's perfectly fine, yeah. apparently. Like that's <laughs> that's fine. Catch a fish. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks so much, Tanya. No problem. All right. That was Tanya. That was interesting. Yeah. Thanks to Tanya. Here's a question for you, William. Mm. 
Adam Silver emails us and he says, you know what? Zach Lowe dropped out. Howard Beck dropped out. Mm-hmm. The no dunks guys don't want any part of Orlando. Mm-hmm. We are desperate for two podcasters who are down to live in the bubble in Orlando okay. for three months. Mm-hmm. Do you take the press pass and enjoy yourself? First off, I would down. say, I would say, Mr. Silver, thank you for having uh, Amir and I as number four behind No Dunks, uh, Zach Lowe and Howard Beck. I did not know we were that highly ranked in the uh, mm-hmm. media sphere. Yep. Um, really, would I, at this age and all of the bullshit I've talked about with people going out during COVID, I think I'm going to say no to the bubble. Really? I think so. Um, I'm, I think so. I think if I was 24 and I was like, if I saw an NBA player, I would lose my shit. Um, I would probably say yes to any opportunity at all to be near an NBA basketball player. So I think it's yeah. my time in life. You? I think, well, this, I don't know if I told you this, but this kind of happened to me before. Okay. Down to the city of Orlando, flashback hmm. to 2009, okay. uh, friend of mine, e, Neil Janowitz, who mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him, he's a sports writer, comedian from New York. He works for ESPN, the magazine, and I'm sort of, you know, freelance joke writing for them. and since he works at ESPN, the magazine, the 2009 NBA finals, he gets press passes to any games that he wants to go to because okay. he writes for the magazine. Uh, so he's like, I can't fly you there. He says to me, but if you ever like want to just go down to Orlando and watch an NBA finals game, I'll give you my press pass. So that's like a ticket into the arena and you can basically do whatever you want. And you were already on a flight when he said that, right? You were yeah, like, later. T- yeah, I, I can't, I can't answer. I'm boarding right now, first class to Orlando. <laughs> so I, the next day, it was game four of the NBA Finals. The Lakers are up two one, and I fly myself down to Orlando, get a hotel room, <laughs> and get tickets the next day to fly back. I'm like, I gotta go because I can get into the fucking arena for free. So I show up at like. 11 a.m. to this arena the game's not till nine and i'm just like walking around like a kid in a candy store being like that's kareem abdul jamar oh my god that's sasha buyatric oh that's phil jackson oh that's dan van gundy what was the most ballsy thing you did there like one what was the one thing that you're like this might be crossing the line like taking advantage of a cool situation probably like walk past the locker room and see if i can like go into the locker room because i don't have like reporter access i have like general espn access got it did you go into the locker room did no, you I take didn't, that step? I uh, I was like, you know where the coaches and the players have that press conference after the games where they're like sitting yeah. at the table? So I was in right. that room. I could have asked a question, I think, but I didn't ask a, ask a question. Oh my God, that would have been fun. Is that a small room? That has small room vibes to it. Yeah, that's like, it's like where like snacks are between quarters and then like all right the game is over let's take out the snacks and we'll set up a podium. <laughs> oh my God, it's the snack room and then coach um, comes in. But the game itself was like historic. Like Derek, fit, we were down like four with like twenty five seconds left, and like right. scored a sh- scored a basket, fouled, and then Derek Fisher like hit a three to send it into overtime, and then hit a three to win the game. And I'm cheering uh, at like the press box area, and right. as I'm cheering, there's a voice next to me who's like, "You can't cheer in press row." Yikes. I was like, I, I was twenty four. I didn't quite or. I was 26 at that. I didn't know that rule that like you can't applaud for any team because you're technically a journalist. I didn't have the heart to tell. Chris Broussard was the person who was telling me to shut up. (laughs) Like, oh, sorry, I don't really work for ESPN the magazine. I just my friend hooked me up with a press pass. 
talk about sources. Yeah. Talk about that dude <laughs> dropped more sources <laughs> yeah. and everyone's exodus. That dude is the yeah. king of sources. He, according to him, Kawhi is still thinking about playing for the Lakers. Yeah, really. I have on <laughs> good faith, my sources have told me. Oh, that's so funny. Of course, Chris Broussard reprimanded you in Orlando in 2009. But that's a perfect example of what I was saying, where it's like, Mid-20s, Billy, yes. Anything to be near a basketball player and be near the game. Mid-30s, Billy, anything to stay away from COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably for the best. And we can enjoy all the stuff from our, from the comforts of our own home through Instagram stories, Twitter accounts. We'll watch the right. games on TV. It'll be interesting nonetheless. But, but the truth of the matter is, if that was a real situation that happened, like, and he, Adam Silver actually emailed you and I, we would definitely have a call with one another and think it through. And I know we would both be like, all right, I guess we're going to Orlando. <laughs> yeah, it seems like, I, I think my well, my line would be like, if I get to go with you and like hang out with you, I would go. But like, I don't know if I would like drag myself by myself to a hotel room. I think that's too too right. much solitude for three months. Cause I'm like experiencing all this stuff, but I don't talk to anybody about it. I'm just like wearing Real. a mask by myself. So it's like that uncomfortable feeling I had for one day in Orlando times 120 days. Real. So here's here would be the follow-up. What if Adam Silver says, okay, I will grant you and Billy guaranteed are going together. However, you have to share a room. Oh, well, we got to get tested and we got to quarantine and we got to right. do all that stuff. We got to be together. safe. <laughs> together. That's right. Yeah, together. <laughs> That's loaded. Two nostrils, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, lady in the tramp, a Q-tip. <laughs> you're probably the most um data-driven person i know you're very aware of what's happening with coronavirus right now you're one of the biggest nba fans i know so with all of that do you think that 2021 will resemble this part of the nba season where it's another sort of like quote-unquote bubble or do you think that they will it will resemble the first half of this nba season does that make sense a normal season again or is this a test run for another bubble yeah i think i think like they're supposed to play again in december they're saying the season should start again in like five months and like i can't right. imagine a world where the cases are less than they are now in five months we're not doing anything to combat <laughs> like anything numbers are right. going up that's what they'll keep doing because people still don't give a shit for the most part so there's no reason to think so this that is it a won't test be, run yeah this is not only a test Same run thing. but it's like lighter than what i think december will be worse than what it is now Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. Well, something to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> you, you liked Orlando for three months. Imagine living there for the entire season. I don't know what they're going to do. That, that, I think that's when players start saying, I don't think so. Yeah. There are not enough beanbags and fish in the world. <laughs> to keep me here. Unless you pay me $35 million, in which case, all right, sign me up. In which case... Yeah, I'll take I'll take any flight you need. Get me there. It's different for every player. Like Kemba Walker's like, yeah, I'm single. I don't have any kids. Sign me up to like right. live in Orlando. I'll be playing fucking video games and playing NBA basketball. And then like LeBron is like, I right. can't leave my family of three. Like I want to watch my sons and daughter play sports and hang out with them. Everybody's completely different. There got there's got to be some sort of like tunnel under the complex in which LeBron James has like exclusive access and he has like family and friends like somewhere under a tunnel that he has full. I just can't. He just seems like he would have to be treated a little different. Am I wrong in saying yeah. that? Like, no way he has a queen sized bed. Like something's different for him. I just know it. <laughs> yeah, he's not like oh these are four identical rooms and JaVale McGee's in one and LeBron's in the other and Curry's right. in the other. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> he has like I don't know what it is, but I can't wait for that photo to drop. It's going to be different. He's in like the Walt Disney Mansion, which is like where Walter himself was buried or something. He has like an entire house to himself. <laughs> he just has Mickey cooking him omelets in the morning. <laughs> Here you go, King. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen, Mickey. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a fucking nightmare slash dream, really. I don't know. I, I keep waffling yeah. back and forth between whether this is like an awful thing for humanity or like an amazing thing. It's providing entertainment, but it's so dangerous. Crap. I'm really second guessing if Adam Silver emailed us, which he does very often. Let's not lie. He's always just chewing at us on Gmail. But if he said, Will you two come down to be the exclusive podcast of the NBA bubble experience? I might just suddenly do a 180 and say, on the next flight, at. I think so, yeah. The, there's part of the like uh, uh, novelty of it. Yeah, for sure. Of the novel coronavirus that like you, you want to be a part of it, even if it does go south. It's the room where it happens for all those Hamilton fans. <laughs> That's there. right. You kind of just want to be in the room where it happens, just to see for yourself. I wonder how into it Avery Bradley is. It's like, his team is there. Like, is he like texting updates or they like don't talk to Avery mm. he's persona non grata right now <clears throat> an interesting case is Victor Oladipo too who was like I'm not playing like I'm not healthy yet and then someone whispered once he got down there <laughs> and he was like i might play i'm thinking about playing yeah what was that he <laughs> said know, he wasn't like, going but then he did show up and then he started practicing he's like all right maybe i will play he said he wasn't going to play <laughs> but he would travel with the team which my interpretation is that he thought that means i still get paid regardless right i think that when he found out that that's going to affect pay he started saying well i could probably practice on it, <laughs> <laughs> it is it's also so I funny to it. like see all all of our fan duel all-stars like Oh, there's Royce O'Neal in the background of a Jordan Clarkson beer chugging video. Oh, look at that. What is that yeah. guy doing there? That's fun to see him. FanDuel's going to be a lot sadder, I think. <laughs> I think that's going to be like the like the did not plays are going to be like, oh no, yeah. when we do that. Something about that doesn't feel right. right. We'll still play. Oh no. We'll still play. Yeah, every no. Night. Of course. I'm I'm playing right now. But we're going from I have a lineup. Yeah, we went from watching I have an August first lineup. We went from watching like <laughs> Chauncey Billups play horse on a Zoom power shot camera to like yes. NBA basketball in one month. We're we're going from zero to a hundred. Dude, ESPN jumped the gun on that horse because there's no coming back from it. It was such an abject failure that they can't be like, we're trying the horse thing again. If they had just waited until the bubble, we could have had so many fun lawn game challenges that like that would have been watchable. Yeah. But they were just like, get a game of horse in now. And now everyone's like, we can never do horse again. No one mentioned the animal horse, no riding horses. <laughs> now we're watching like grainy footage of the Mavericks pre-practice playing spike ball. Did you see that? No, but I'm. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too late because we fucked it all up with horse. It's so interesting that this ends with NBA basketball, and it's soon. Just like it's soon. It's like two weeks yeah. away from a real game that matters. Major League Baseball is about a week away, maybe to the day, a week away. It's just like okay, so sports are happening. I like. I'm a diehard sports fan who misses it dearly <laughs> with all of my heart. Like I'm, I'm missing a huge chunk of my soul without sports, and I'm still simultaneously like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I think Sean Doolittle said it best: a baseball closer that I didn't know until he had this 
uh, interview. He's like, sports are the byproduct, the prize of a functional society. We like don't deserve to have sports. We're we're messing it up. We don't get to then cram Fact. in basketball games to this fucking disaster we've created. Fact: We don't get new television shows. Yeah. We don't get to go to the <laughs> movies. You need to be a functioning society before you get any of the perks that come. With I'm starting. I think we deserve the vaccine. I'll say that right now. We don't. We have. You said it on Twitter. Dangle it above you us it like Twitter, kids who are misbehaving. <laughs> I put my phone down. I was like, there will not be a reply to this tweet. <laughs> like, this is we don't too get, We don't get dessert. We didn't eat vegetables. We don't We don't deserve the vaccine. Give the vaccine to the sick people. I, I personally know for a fact. Anybody who's not wearing a mask, back of the line for the vaccine, for sure. Okay, that's fine. Back of the line. Yeah. Back, back of the line for the vaccine line. <laughs> anti-masker, anti-vaxxers. No, no medicine for you. No. Unless, of course, we need them that's to be vaccinated. To... Then mandatory vaccinations for all. Everyone, front of the line. Get to the front. Yeah, I'll two by two. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm curious to see. I think scrimmages start next week, so we can watch some of those and comment on it on this here podcast that we're doing. Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, we probably put out two or three podcasts in the past four months um, due to the inactivity of basketball and other things happening in the world. Yeah, remember but the last does this dance. podcast become... Yeah, I do remember the last dance. That was what, 2017? <laughs> that was 41 years ago, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we make more of this uh, podcast with the return of basketball. Yeah. We're going to be getting like four or five, six games a day. A lot to talk about. Oh. All right. Welcome back. Buckets. Yeah. Live stream. Maybe we can live stream one of the episode, uh, games that first game back. I think it's Lakers Clippers is the first game back. It's absurd. I know, <laughs> which sounds so awesome, but it's like, guys, be careful. <laughs> it just, you know what it is that the stakes are so like high, but also so low at the same time. Like, Am right. I really talking shit to Clippers fans if the Lakers beat them in this weird artificial game? Like, can I, if the Clippers want to be like, yeah, but like, you know what? Like, this there's a fucking pandemic happening. I'm not watching basketball. There's no bragging rights to be had. You know, it's easy to say that now, but part of me knows that you will be sending different texts when they actually play. Oh, of in course. The if Conference they win, finals. yeah, then it's like this. This championship means the most. I mean, the the Lakers have right. been through China. They've been through Kobe. They've been through COVID. <laughs> No, we've seen it all, and we still persevere. This championship should be worth five. There's only one. There's only one team of of the whole, you know, NBA, and just probably, I mean, that really earned this championship. Everything else is just to the side. Yeah. The Lakers really won. This Unless the Clippers win, and <laughs> okay. which gets that's an asterisk. That's not a real championship. It's a dummy championship. It was, you won the summer league, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, like you don't get a ring. Yeah. You're not oh, no, a no, ring, no. Right? The, well, the only ring they get is the one that like mo- monitors their heartbeat and temperature to make sure that they stay alive. But other than that, <laughs> you, you get to keep your eye on. Ring. That's right. That's all no you other get. ring. Uh, all right, sweet. <sighs> I was saying, that, yeah, good, good, good. No, what were you saying? Uh, no, I was just saying that uh, with baseball starting and having a sixty-game season, and like nobody even knows what the rules of the playoffs are yet. Like they haven't even come to that point yet. It's like the Mets, my favorite team, and like the class clown, lovable losers of the Major League Baseball will one hundred percent win the World Series <laughs> this year because it's not real base. It's not real baseball, so of course we'll win that. Year. So my team should hopefully win. Your team should hopefully win, and I think it'll be a great twenty twenty. Will be remembered as a great year for all. What, what would be the funniest team to win a championship? Um, I think maybe the Mets winning the World Series. No. I mean, for me, at least. what's the basketball equivalent of that? I should say, is it the Rockets, Ooh. like Harden and Westbrook mm. winning their first championship? But it's this one, dude. Pelicans are 150 to one <laughs> Vegas odds to win the NBA championship, and I think they can do it, dude. 
I think they can genuinely do it. Let's so, each put I don't know if they're the thousand dollars down. And then if they win, we'll fucking buy a house in New Orleans together. Five thousand. <gasps> then if we if they win, we can buy a, two houses in New Orleans. Five houses. <laughs> Five houses. In Los Angeles. We'll buy a block. One, we'll buy a whole block in New Orleans. 150 to one, really. Yeah, which I mean. I know we're trying to get off this podcast right now, but who knows? Zion, just for like, just a sprint with him, Drew Holiday just like shows up. I don't know. That's just, this, nobody knows what the season looks yeah. like, who suddenly disappears from their roster. Like, right. uh, we'll see. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll be back soon enough. Thanks for listening. Thanks for bearing with us. Long break, but basketball's back, baby. Yeah. Basketball's back, and so is Tanya. <laughs> Later, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>